Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the For Good Podcast, a podcast and a place to talk about the thoughts, conversations, and people that have changed me and my life for good and for the better. I hope everyone is doing well, taking care of themselves in the best ways they know how to. And yeah, it's been definitely a couple couple gloomy days here in Michigan. Um, but I hope everyone's able to soak up the little glimpses of sunshine that we get and finish out the semester and the year strongly. It's kind of crazy. I heard that this was like our last full week of school, of college ever, um, because next week we have Good Friday off, the week after we have Easter Monday off, and then the week after that is the last week of classes. And we have a reading recess on Friday, so no classes that day, which is just insane to think about the fact that we're so close to being done, but I'm definitely ready for it. Yeah, it's just kind of a, a wild, wild season of life, to say the least. But I'm so excited for this week's episode. Again, I have another guest on the podcast, and it's someone that I just admire so, so much, and I'm sure you'll see why once she's on here and once you listen to it. But kind of before jumping into our conversation, I wanted to do our little check-in, so some highs, lows, and then the question from we're not really strangers. So I think my, maybe I should start with my low. So I feel like I had a pretty good week, um, not super heavy homework-wise. I was babysitting a little bit, dog-sitting a little bit, hanging out with the girls, but then I woke up Friday morning and had a horrible headache and just felt like super out of it, super funky, and was like, hmm, this is kind of weird, but I thought maybe it was just a caffeine headache, so I had like three coffees on Friday and still had a headache, and I was like, hmm, this is a little weird, but just didn't think too much about it. Go through Saturday, I'm like kind of coughing, kind of sneezing, and I was like, well, you know, I I babysit a lot, my housemates have been kind of sick on and off for quite a while, didn't think too much of it. And then on Sunday, Mallory was coming home from visiting her family. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I should probably test for COVID just in case because she is a full-time nanny right now. And I was like, I don't want to expose her or expose the kids that she's nannying for. So then I took a COVID test and I was like, Jamie, come on. Like, And we're in the bathroom together. And my test was like positive immediately. The line showed up. And I was like, oh, no. So Jamie and I were in the bathroom and she was like, oh, my gosh, like you actually have it. And then she tested, but hers was negative. But then Mallory got home and was like, oh, my gosh, like maybe I should test. So Mallory tests and also tests positive. But then Jamie's was still negative, And we were like, this is so crazy because we literally Jamie and I had spent like all weekend together. And she also was like coughing and sneezing. But hers was still negative. And then Mallory and I were like, I don't know which one of us got it or where we got it from, who gave it to who. But all that to say, I got got COVID again for the second time. But within the span of a couple of days, Jamie also tested positive. So all three of us were downstairs in the basement quarantining. Um, so even though it was kind of a low to to feel pretty bad, I had like a headache, a cough. I had COVID hives, which are kind of my telltale sign of if I have it or not, because I've had those the first time I got COVID too. And 
it's kind of a rare thing. So I guess that's kind of nice to know if I have it or not. But we all just felt pretty exhausted. So that was definitely a low to not go to my internship or classes and feel kind of gross. But honestly, it was so much fun to have it with both of them. And literally insane that like the last podcast episode that I uploaded was talking all about how Mallory and Jamie and I got COVID the first time and how that just like solidified our friendship so much. And then I was like, we literally got COVID again. And it was so crazy just kind of reliving what it was like for the first time and how we kind of really became friends through that experience and thinking about how much closer we all are now was so crazy. But basically, we just spent a lot of time laying in Jamie's bed, watching movies, going on some walks, getting the medicine multi from Starbucks. So yeah, it was not fun to feel sick and to be sick, but so much more fun and so much more worth it to to be sick with Jamie and with Mallory and have a ton of quality time with them. And yeah, we definitely made the most of it and laughed a lot and had good combos, watched good movies. So not as bad as it could have been. Um, and definitely very grateful that we were all together for that. So that was my low. And then I think my high from the week before I tested positive for COVID, um, Mallory and I woke up super early on Friday before she had work and we got bagels at a local bagel shop and then walked around a lake that we have around here, which is like a four or five mile walk and just had such a good conversation with her checking in about life and how nannying is going and kind of dreaming about the future, how we're both feeling, how we're doing, pondering some sentimental thoughts related to graduation, but it was really good quality time with her and I think we both have acknowledged and have talked about a lot how it's really important for us to have good one-on-one time with each other. So I'm grateful that we've done a good job at making that a priority this year, even with us being busy. So that was really good. And then later on Friday, Jamie came back from her big trip in DC. So I was so excited to hear all about that. And Jamie and I just hung out like the rest of the afternoon, chatted nonstop. We went and walked some dogs together and then got ready for a birthday party. So we blasted our music, had a little drink, got our fun like disco outfits on because the birthday party was disco themed and just like so much fun to get ready with her and so much fun to, to be a girl truly. And I don't know, I just like, I cherish those moments of us getting ready because I think it also reminds me of how much fun it's going to be for us to get ready for each other's weddings one day. Um, just like really, really sweet, tender moments. So loved getting ready with her. And then the party was super fun. We saw a ton of people that we knew and chatted, had some good snacks, danced a little bit. So that was just a really fun, fun night with her as well. So I'd say those are probably my two highs from the week. And okay, one other high, whenever I was in quarantine, Sheila dropped off the sweetest care package of some smoothies, some crackers, popcorn and she like wrote a cute little note on the bag and did such a good job checking in on me throughout the week which was so so appreciated and so kind and I just felt like very cared for very loved even though I was feeling kind of rough but it meant a lot that she was checking in and loving me so well even from from afar while I was quarantining that was another big high for the week as well And then the last little check-in, 
I'm going to pick one of the cards from We're Not Really Strangers. This one says, do I have a clear picture of who I want to be this time next year? What's one small step I can take towards becoming that person? Okay, I don't know if I have the clearest picture of exactly who I want to be, but I think I've mentioned a lot of times in this podcast that I'm such a dreamer and I'm always thinking about the future, romanticizing it. But when I think about the future and dream about it, and when I think about myself a year from now and what I want that to look like, some of the first things that come to mind would just be living in a new city, I think. I don't know exactly which one. Maybe D.C., maybe Cleveland, maybe Boston, somewhere in Arizona. I'm not exactly sure where, but I think I definitely see myself out of Grand Rapids, at least for a season of life, and hoping to move with Jamie and Mallory. I think that would be really fun and also... I think that would just be a level of stability and support and comfort in in moving somewhere and having a new job. I think having some level of consistency and comfort would just be huge versus making all these big life changes all at once. So I definitely see them wherever I'm at a year from now. And then I guess I just would love for us to be like in a little apartment together somewhere. I think job-wise a year from now. Here's where I'm having a little bit of a dilemma because I don't know if I'm just feeling anxious about starting something new for the first time and just kind of the fear of like working for the rest of my life and I'm probably a little scared that I'll get burnt out or I'll get tired of it or that it won't feel as fun or exciting as college feels right now. But I think the other part of me is like I am such a dreamer that I've been thinking a lot about being like a midwife or a doula and that sounds really exciting to me for those of you that don't know like a doula would just be kind of like the emotional support for moms throughout their pregnancy or while they're giving birth and while that doesn't seem like inherently like social work I think a lot of the skills and a lot of the things that I've learned in my classes would equip me well for that I would hope just getting to like meet mothers where they're at and walk alongside them in a super vulnerable and like quite honestly, pretty scary time of their life, but also such a beautiful and sacred time of their life. So I'm thinking about like jobs and things like that, that maybe are a little bit less conventionally social work, but that still excite me that I'm super passionate about. So I think doing a job like that could be really exciting or training for a job like that. But if I probably think about things a little bit more realistically, I would just love to be working at an agency that feels really supportive with a good supervisor, with good colleagues, um, maybe doing medical social work, maybe doing hospice social work, or even more like macro practice. I could see it myself doing that, especially if we lived in like DC or something. I think that would be really empowering and encouraging to do policy work there. So all this to say, it's very up in the air, but definitely want to do something social work related. And when I'm not working, um, I'd hope that I just would be cooking meals and baking in our apartment together, having a lot of cozy nights in, um, also going out and exploring a new city and kind of just making roots and making making a home for ourselves somewhere new is really, really exciting for me. And I definitely think that I haven't fully, fully realized the extent to which my life will look different in a year or 
maybe I haven't fully acknowledged how hard it will be to not have all of my friends that are in Grand Rapids with me if we move somewhere new. But I think I'm just very much craving moving somewhere new and starting over. So I'm not exactly sure what that will look like, but I'm hopeful and I'm excited and we'll definitely keep you all in the loop with that. But now that we've done the little check-in, I kind of just wanted to do an intro to today's topic and the guest on the podcast. So today I have Jamie on the podcast. Jamie and I are talking about optimism and assuming the best in situations and in people and all the ways that just being the person that she is, how she's changed my life in so many ways. She is absolutely incredible. She is one of my biggest cheerleaders. She just carries herself with so much joy and with so much confidence and has loved me exceptionally well for the past three years of us being friends and is someone that I just am so confident that I'm going to be friends with forever. I'm so excited for you all to listen to our conversation about optimism and assuming the best in in people and in situations. So here is our conversation. Hi. <laughs> hey. That's so big. <laughs> this is the tester for my podcast episode. For the podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Jamie. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Jamie Butler, right? <laughs> my beloved housemate, Aww. friend, soulmate, you know, so many things, mm-hmm. truly. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, we're sitting currently in Mallory's bedroom. Surprise, don't, Mallory. Don't tell her. <laughs> just a little cozy Friday morning. It's a Friday morning. We're just sitting here. Yeah, and Jenna has a coffee, I have a little water in my bubba. And we just truly wanted to chat yeah, just for a little bit. Yeah, we're fresh out of quarantine. Fresh out of quarantine, yeah, that's mm-hmm. some big news I guess mm-hmm. we should share is that we all tested positive for COVID. Again, a reunion, so. But we're, we're good now. We're back, we're healed, mm-hmm. and excited mm-hmm. to chat with Jamie a little bit today. So I kind of wanted to start by having you just tell us a little bit about yourself on the podcast Yes, you know, just I introduce can. yourself. For sure. My name is Jamie. I'm 22. I'm a senior in college, so almost graduated. I'm majoring in a bunch of random different things, um, communications, literature, Spanish. I truly just said the things. the things that I like to do, sure, and that's <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> so yeah, it's exciting. I don't really... You know, well, I kind of know what I'm going to do for a job, but, you know, just figuring it out. I'm doing a little marketing moment um, for this European tour company based in where we live, Grand Rapids. I don't know how much you share. Uh, I told them we live in Grand Rapids. Perfect. They'll come find me. For all the listeners. Um, And let's see, I really love to read, so hence the literature major. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love to spend time with people very social very outgoing I would say mm-hmm. um shopping <laughs> I'm kind of a materialistic gal um, and I will say that and my favorite food of all time is pesto noodles this is a perfect introduction that's, that's all I have to say thank you Jamie mm-hmm. and then I was wondering if you could describe yourself in three to five words or how the closest people in your life would describe you okay probably people would say that I'm optimistic 
and, like, positive. Um, they would say I'm probably, like, chaotic or a little, like, scatterbrained, maybe. I think that more people would say that. And that's, like, pretty much true. But it's not always true. But I think a lot of people would say that. Because I think I come off sometimes very, like, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'm hardworking. Um responsible that's a lie <laughs> no you are I'm, I'm pretty responsible I don't even know I feel like I was so good at doing this like as a kid people yeah. be like how are you described and I'm like mm, kind <laughs> grateful kind. Like, <laughs> no. blessed blessed <laughs> um but see I need to be more reflective no that's okay <laughs> so that's, I, that's I think a, all those me. I would I would say all those things I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like you're just, like, a very... I mean, people say that you can be kind of chaotic and, like, all over the, all over the place. place. But I also think that, like, you have such a capacity to just, like, stay calm. Yes, <laughs> when okay. things When things are really chaotic yes. or, like, really stressful. What I'll say is I'm like, really, like, go with the flow and I'm really yeah. flexible. And, like, sometimes I can be, like, pretty mellow of just, like, yeah. I'm so good with whatever, mm-hmm. fine with whatever, mm-hmm. in a crisis. Sometimes last I night, like, let, us, let us recap, you know, your project due last night. Yes, I... <laughs> I had a project due at midnight last night, and I started it yesterday as well, and worked on it all day long. But it took me all day. Yeah, I don't get stressed out easily. Mm -hmm. Is what I would say. Mm -hmm. She's very calming, very grounding. Right. Thank you. That's that's, that's, why am I like flighty but also grounding? Like, (laughs) like, well, I think that you like you just like get excited and you're like ambitious, but you're Mm -hmm. also like you're very calm and very like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's all good, you know? Yes. But I, I like all those words. Yeah. And then I thought it'd be kind of fun. I know Mallory and I talked about this a little bit on her episode, but mm-hmm. if you just want to describe how we met or like, oh yeah, I don't yeah. know, the origin of our friendship, friendship story. Journey. I feel like maybe you guys bit. talked about like, because Mallory and I's journey is kind of associated. They're similar-ish. Our similar but paths. But basically, yeah. I, yeah, I knew of Jenna <laughs> because I feel like when before we even came to school there was like a facebook group of like you know how you do before you go there's like class of 2023 like Mm -hmm. you can meet each other or whatever find a roommate yeah to help find a roommate or just like find friends and stuff before you even get there and i remember seeing jenna's post on that and being like this girl is so cool and i might have even commented on like something so scary. Well, I think I think we literally both commented how we liked yellow. Yeah, because I think it was because you liked yellow, and that's my favorite color as well. Is that still your favorite color? Or it's it's not. And that's okay. It was at the time. She's though. grown. She's grown, and it still is mine. But that's fine. <laughs> We're and still friends. Fine, I, and that's fine. Yeah, and I'm not really salty about it. But um, I feel like I even commented on that post, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, yeah, we were in completely different dorms, so I, like, never really, like, I knew people who knew her, but I didn't know her, and I was like, that's okay, like, I'll never know this girl, but, like, <laughs> she seemed cool and nice. Um, and then, again, I think Valerie talked about this, but if you haven't listened, there was, like, this big group chat um, that a bunch of people got added into, and so we were both in that, so then I felt like I was kind of getting to know you through that, mm-hmm. and then saw you right before we had to go home for COVID. Like, COVID. we had this big meeting of, like, what everyone was going to do. A big gathering, no, if we you all, will. We all wanted to stay together and, like, live in someone's house <laughs> Yeah, for, I like, the two-week break that we thought we were going to yeah, have. Yeah, we just were trying to make, like, big plans. And so we were both a yeah. part of that, but, again, like, never really, like, connected. Mm-hmm. And then to try to, like, stay in touch over quarantine, we all exchanged, like, addresses. And it was it was really good. Honestly, it was really good for getting through quarantine of just, mm-hmm. like, having, like, little pen pals, even if you, like, hardly knew each other. It mm-hmm. was just, like, something to look forward to, something to do, to keep us busy. 
mm-hmm. and like still connected because too I think like as a very social person I was like this is so sad to have to leave school like as soon as I was starting to like to make, make friends. friends and I was just kind of like this is so this sucks so it was really good and Jenna and I wrote letters back and forth even though we didn't know each other no. but it was it was so cute it was perfect she was so cute and it was really fun and then so then when she texted I still remember literally where I was I was on an Amish farm what up north when you texted and said you were going to be on the same floor as us <laughs> I literally you remember wanna... receiving that text because I was so excited well I, I feel like I didn't tell anyone I was like gonna keep it a surprise and then it was just like yeah because hey by you, the way yes, like because I thought you would be in like NV dub or something and mm-hmm. then you weren't and so I was like, I was, like surprise, I'm gonna be huge. in your dorm I know and so and then I remember telling Mallory like there's this really nice girl Jenna who's gonna be in our dorm so like maybe we should try to get to know her and she's gonna be our Barnabas which is like the spiritual leader or whatever and so that was really exciting. <laughs> That's so random that I remember that. I'm, this is taking so long. But, um, yeah, I was really excited for that. So then when we came to move in sophomore year, I remember being like, do you want to come see my room? Or, like, I'll mm-hmm. come say hi. And we, like, said hi. But, like, we never really, like, met in person. But no. I just, like, pretended we were already friends. Really? Like, hey, because I was, like, I, like, went and knocked on your door. And I was like, hey, like, come come on down. <laughs> I was like, we hadn't actually, like, we weren't friends. <laughs> no, but we were. But we were. We were. Okay. So I just, like, kind of made it happen. And then, yeah, we had our first little hangout. And then we just kept hanging out. And... It was perfect and got mm-hmm. COVID together. And then mm-hmm. Jenna and I were able to spend some wonderful summers together in Grand Rapids. True. Because we both stayed here the past few summers, mm-hmm. which was so good for our lives because mm-hmm. we would spend a lot of time together and mm-hmm. watch our shows, bake our cakes, get our ice cream. Yep. And just drive around, blast music. So it was really good times. And cute. I love her. Yeah, I love she's you too. One of the best friends I've ever had. <laughs> so cute. Well, so are you. <laughs> love our little friendship story okay and then I feel like there's so many things that I love about you and that I wanted to talk about on the podcast when I first you know also saw you on the Facebook page or on Instagram I just feel like (laughs) you look so scared the Facebook post was probably so scary no I just feel like you just looked like so radiant and like just so joyful and so happy and I was like oh my gosh like she just seems so cute and so happy and I said I want to be her friend and that's just me like admiring you from afar from Instagram this just, I just have to say, this just goes to show, like, you, people, we're all in the same boat, because I think, like, I get insecure of, like, do I just want to be these people's friend, or, like, I see that they look so cool, no, but it's, like, people think the same thing about you. Let's normalize friend crushes, yeah. because the way like, that I, like, followed I you think... freshman year, or before freshman year, before we moved in, but then, like, we didn't actually become friends yes. until sophomore year. And I never would have thought, like, when I posted that on Facebook, I was, like, so nervous, and, like, I mean, I'm pretty, like, outgoing, I wasn't, yeah. like, but I was, like, scared, like, are people gonna, what are they gonna think of me, and, like, mm-hmm. to know that there was someone, I mean, not, I'm, like, <laughs> but like it's just cool to think that like the way that you think about other people when you see them post or something you're mm-hmm. like oh like they look so cool and like such a nice person like people look at your picture and like who you are and they think that they same thing about you. you and I think that's like such a good thing to remember mm-hmm. anyway that's so off topic but no that's so good always going on tangents yeah but then I feel like we actually like started hanging out a lot sophomore year and like spent so many hours together just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about our lives, <laughs> yeah, we living had... together in the dorms, mm-hmm, truly, mm-hmm. and I quickly realized that you were someone that just felt, like, very grounding for me, like I mentioned, and you felt, like, just, like, very homey to me, because mm-hmm. I never, like, I never felt like I had to, like, be someone else around you, or, like, maybe put up more of the friends that I probably did in high school, of, like, wanting to be really cool and wanting to be put together, mm-hmm. and, like, I think that we are cool and put together <laughs> but we just most of the time, but, like, not that way together too. I just felt like no matter what state... I was coming into our dorm, like, or, like, whatever mood I was in, like, mm-hmm. you were always just gonna, like, welcome me home with a hug and, like, yeah. be so excited to talk with me or be with me. 
So I just love that about you. But among that and many other things, something that I've really just seen in you is your optimism. Like you mentioned, like a lot of people see that in you. And mm-hmm. I think it's very obvious. But that's something that I really love about you because I think you're someone that's always so encouraging to me and encouraging to people to like see the good in other people and also see the good in situations. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like having a stressful day or a stressful moment, you're always going to like have a good piece of encouragement or reframing versus like me probably sitting in that feeling and like spiraling. Mm-hmm. I think that you're just, you do such a good job of encouraging people and encouraging us to see the good in people. So all of that to say, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is just like your optimism and how I think that that's like cheered me on in life so far that we've been friends and just how much I appreciate that and appreciate your friendship. Thank you. That is so nice of you to say. I love being optimistic. <laughs> it's super it's fun. optimistic of her. Okay. Yeah. She loved it. Um, I guess kind of going off of that, I wanted to ask like how long you've kind of noticed this in yourself or known this about yourself mm. that you've been an optimistic person. I feel like I've probably known it for a while, but I'm trying to think of like when I was younger, I was probably like doing it, but just never really like Again, you're not having conversations like this when you're, like, in third grade, so you're just not really, like, thinking about it, but I think maybe in, like, middle school Mm -hmm. is when I first started to maybe, like, notice, and then, like, I think it's something that my family knows very well about me, and Mm -hmm. so they would, like, kind of, like, point it out or be like, yep, she's always just gonna, like, see the bright side Mm -hmm. of things, and I think I've always been, like, a dreamer, too, and, like, a problem solver type, Mm -hmm. so, like, if there's, like something's going wrong or like in a homework assignment or like you know like instead of getting down about it like I'm just gonna be like no we can do this and this Mm -hmm. and this or like oh what if we could do this Mm -hmm. so that I think kind of goes along with the optimism of like not giving up because like you're always trying to like believe that something better can like Mm -hmm. come of it or that like I can figure out a solution Mm -hmm. to something so yeah I think probably for like a while I've known that I'm an optimistic person but I think it wasn't until like Maybe in high school where I started to feel like, okay, like, that's probably one of my, like, main defining qualities. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I like that it is one of that, like, those, but then, like, people, like, would always say that about me. And so then I started Mm. to, like, feel weird about how, like, is this me now or is this, you know, the crisis of, like, is it really me? Everyone says this. Or, like, is it just that everyone says it about? Everyone's telling you this. Is that Mm. everyone's telling about me? Telling that? So I kind of, like, (laughs) yeah. Not not self-fulfilling prophecy, but, like. Yeah, like, now am I just, like, trying to, like, be this person that everyone thinks I am? Mm-hmm. But that was, like, a phase. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'm past that <laughs> phase. And it's, like, I think I, like, I am. I am mm-hmm. optimistic, and I think I always have been. But mm-hmm. maybe, I feel like everyone goes through that of, like, once you start, like, kind of figuring out who you are, and then you start listening to, like, how other people see you, mm-hmm. then it's, like, okay, now I have to figure out, like, who I am mm-hmm. on my own, too, and make yeah. sure that it's, like, who I am. But all that to say... It's who I am. It really is. Right. <laughs> it's the way I want to be. And I actually think it's it's great. I like that people think that about me. Like, I started to think about, like, how do I want people to think of me yeah. someday? Or, like, just in my life. And, like, mm-hmm. if people see me as optimistic and, like, positive, I think that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. So then, like, not that that's something you have to, like, accept and come to terms with. Because it's no, a good but thing. I also, but, like, I, I wanted to ask you, too, like, how you feel about people, like, saying that's one of, like, the first things they think of, or, like, the mm-hmm. first thing, like, I think that's the first thing that you mentioned when yeah, you, like, think about, yeah. how would you describe yourself, like, because I think that is, like, like, you feel about, I think, I think I feel theme. fine about that, I mean, because I think that the people that know me enough know that that's, like, 
not the only part yeah. of my like I'm yeah. a very dynamic person as we all are so like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's okay that I'm, I'm more than one thing okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time too um sorry Oh, like, I think that, too, that the people that really know and love me, too, they, like, even though they know I'm super optimistic, they still allow me to, like, be sad sometimes, and, like, you know, it's not like I'm never, like, Mm -hmm. kind of down or or sad, I'm probably less often, or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, maybe it doesn't last as long, because then I'm quick to, like, turn it around, but they don't, like... They're not like, who are you? Like, why are you even sad? Because you're mm-hmm. always, you know, they don't like do Put it in that a toxic expectation way. Like, my family, on you. my friends. Yeah. So I think it's like, yeah. I have a good, healthy relationship with being optimistic, with being optimistic. now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's really good. Yeah. Because I also wanted to say to you, like, I feel like, even though that is one of the first things that I noticed about you, I feel like there are like so many other things that I appreciate about you that like mm-hmm. come to my mind immediately too. Just like, you being so kind and so silly and like, you're always someone that's just going to be, like, so encouraging and so thoughtful of other people and how they're feeling mm-hmm. and how they're doing. Like, the oh. way that you text. Like, I think one of my favorite things about Jamie is how she'll text, like, such a long paragraph to someone, even about, like, the smallest thing, just because she wants to get, like, all the little emojis in there and, like, just wants to, like, be so thoughtful and so intentional in her little text. <laughs> I think, you <laughs> so know... So many things I do, I don't even try to do. I know, but it's just, just, like it's just what who I you do. are. You're just, you're just yeah. such a kind person. And oh, thank you. You just think about things, like, so yeah. thoughtfully. And so. I think the, the encouraging thing comes from the optimism, too, yeah. because I'm like, no, you can do this, or, like, you know, because I'm optimistic about other people, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I just want you to know that I see so much more in you than, Thank than you. just optimistic. Yes. Like, yes. And, like, that really wasn't even a big crisis in my life. Yeah. Act like it was a crisis. It was probably, like, a Tuesday, and then, like, <laughs> I was trying to... Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just something to think about. Yeah. True, for yeah. sure, which is, like, any quality of, like, okay, this is but Yeah. And... I like it. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm curious how you would kind of distinguish, like, optimism versus positivity or, like, Mm -hmm. optimism versus, like, toxic positivity. Yeah, I feel like that's something that I definitely had to learn, too, because I think I'm also a very, like, positive person, Mm -hmm. and I I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Like, I like being positive, but I think there is toxic positivity as well, Mm -hmm. and so I think I had to, like, first come to terms with, like, learning, like, as a kid, like, what toxic positivity is and how Mm -hmm. sometimes, like, people don't always want to hear, you know, when they're, like, I feel like I was maybe not the best at, like, comforting people, like, friends or family members if they were, like, sad or, like, angry or whatever because I would just, like, throw positive, like, Mm -hmm. cliches at them Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's, like, what I thought would, like, help them or, like, but then having to learn, like, no, like, that's not always what you should Mm do Mm -hmm. and then learning like but that doesn't mean positivity is a bad thing and also like I think optimism is something completely different from positivity and I think like optimism is more of like more holistic more of like a a disposition Mm -hmm. of like you know just like seeing the good in things and like acknowledging that there's bad but choosing to like think about what's to come the good or like yeah possibility of yeah versus just like being like stay positive, you know, and it's just, like, a little more, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. shallow. I don't want to, like, devalue yeah, no, positivity, think... but, like, I think it's a little more maybe shallow, or it can be, than, than optimism. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, going through the crisis of, like, oh, is my optimism also toxic? Mm. I think, like, especially during, like, 2020 when, like, everyone was pretty down bad, <laughs> and there was just a lot of, like, despair, mm-hmm. you know, and then trying to, like, like, I found myself being the one that was, like, so optimistic for, like, my family, you know, like, my Mm -hmm. quarantine bubble, like, trying to, like, be optimistic for people, and then Mm -hmm. them, like, not really reciprocating it felt kind of sad sometimes, because I was, like, trying to be optimistic, and they were just, like, you know, sometimes people in your life are just more despairing, like, more gonna focus on the negative, Mm -hmm. and so then that just, like, made me really sad, and so Mm -hmm. then I was, like, 
am I doing something wrong? Like, should I not be bringing this optimistic perspective? Mm-hmm. Because, like, maybe it's toxic. Yeah. But I, I don't think that was toxic positivity. I think that was optimism, and I think that was okay. And, mm-hmm. like, honestly, with conversations with those people after the fact, they were like, no, thank you for doing that. And, like, don't change that. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I ever am like, I'm sorry if I'm being too too positive, or I'm sorry if this is not what you need, they're usually like, no, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for doing that and like don't change and like I need that perspective so I think that then that helped me like mm-hmm. figure out like it's okay to be optimistic yeah honestly it's a it's a good thing mm-hmm. and like that doesn't mean you can't be sad or that you and like I know how to allow other people to still like be sad and feel their feelings mm-hmm. and not that I'm never sad either oh yeah, yeah but yeah like optimism is something different than then toxic positivity and mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a line and I don't know like I think mostly I'm just saying optimistic things you know mm-hmm. versus like trying to be false about my positivity. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, kind of what you were saying about it being more of, like, a disposition, disposition or a demeanor, I think optimism also just reminds me of, like, finding the joy in the little things and, like, seeking out joy mm-hmm. in, like, the mundane parts of life. And I think that you do that really well. And, like, I think that we do that together, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, of just, like, finding meaning and finding joy in really small moments and small things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? It's optimistic, like, because you just want to be like, okay, this didn't work out, this didn't work out, like, this went bad, but, like, we still have this or something. Like, so that's not, like, toxic positivity, that's just, like, choosing, like you said, like, choosing to focus on the good, Mm -hmm. and it's not even, like, like, yeah, I still think about the bad stuff, but it's, like, just thinking about, like, okay, but, like, this instead, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I was able to do this. I think especially it's, like, so much easier to be optimistic when you're, like, reflecting. I was gonna say, yeah, hindsight, because then you're, like, wow, look at all these things, like, that wouldn't have happened if this didn't happen, but, like, Right, so then you're, like, oh, like, I was so happy that that happened, so, but I guess optimistic, being optimistic in hindsight is sort of, like, well, obviously, because you already, (laughs) so I don't know if that, like, actually, like, works out, but. you can be optimistic in hindsight. Yeah, but then it helps you maybe be more more optimistic in the future. Yeah, Yeah, that's true, because it's, like, See, look at it. It didn't well, work out. So. And, okay, kind of throw this in there, too. I feel like we've had a lot of conversations about fate recently right. or just, like, things right. working out in the way that they're supposed to work out. And I feel like mm-hmm. that just kind of goes along with having, like, an optimistic and a grateful mm-hmm. or a mindset of gratitude. But I'm curious, like, what more of your thoughts are looking yeah. at things in hindsight and how, how you kind of reflect on things, even things that were negative, like, how you reflect on them more in mm-hmm. hindsight. I love to look back on my life and on things <laughs> and like see you know where you thought like remember where you were in such a bad place or you mm-hmm. thought things were going terribly but then you look back and you're like oh if I'd never done this or this or this like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I am so then like being able to be be grateful for that and I think it really does like I think I just do that like pretty naturally like it's not mm-hmm. like work to have to go back and like be grateful for mm-hmm. you know my journey my life mm-hmm. I think it just like happens but I think that definitely helps me be more optimistic like in my current Mm -hmm. state of life because I'm like look at like you know everything that's happened and then like so if there's things I'm uncertain about now I can be like no like this is you know kind of the way yeah and I truly think like everything happens for a reason we could get so meta and philosophical so don't like (laughs) that's okay quote me on this or like but like I because I'm like probably the philosophy but he's gonna come like well do you think this moral dilemma or something (laughs) but like I don't know I think things happen for a reason and like Mm -hmm. fate is so real things are supposed to Mm -hmm. come together so I think that's part of like my maybe my optimism of like thinking like 
no, like, something is gonna work out, mm-hmm. and it's gonna work out the way it's supposed to be. Like, if you're like, no, like, this isn't just gonna happen, I'm like, no, like, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen, and right. it'll happen. In the right timing, and like, in the right Right, and that's, like, season. probably an aspect of my optimism of just being like, yeah. no, like, it's gonna, it's gonna work out. Because it's, sometimes it's, like, refusal to accept reality. <laughs> delusional. <laughs> it's a little, like, delusional sometimes. <laughs> I just think about how, like, like... <laughs> What? When we were trying to get home after study abroad and our flights, oh. we missed our flight. Or like, you like lost my half friend, your luggage. My friend was like, "We're gonna miss our flight. Like, we're like our flight is because we we had like a connection for a flight, and our one flight was late. It had been delayed. So she's like, we 'We're gonna miss our connection.' And I was mm-hmm. like, "No, like we're not. Like we're not. Like <laughs> I just like literally, I I was not even sad. She was so stressed, and that whole flight, I was chilling. Like." Because I was just so, like, there's no way. Like, we're going to make it. Like, it's going to work out. Like, mm-hmm. But then it didn't. I, it, it was really Spoiler sad. alert. Spoiler alert. We missed our flight. She was right. And then I did have a moment where I was pretty sad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, you know, kind of down bad. But mm-hmm. maybe if I had prepared myself a little more, I would have reacted less mm-hmm. harshly in the moment. But, but that's okay. But I was optimistic. But then we stayed optimistic and we solved our problem mm-hmm. and we, we did make it home. So yeah. it, it did work out in the yeah. end, just not in the way we wanted and like with less possessions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of had to leave behind a lot. <laughs> um, right. So not chaos, ideal, but. Not ideal and slept in the airport. But yeah. all that to say, it was like, that was an example of me just like sort of denying reality. Like it was true. We were going to miss our flight. But I was like, no. Oh, no. But listen, I probably enjoyed that flight more than she did. Right. Because <laughs> she was probably like mindset, stressed yeah. and upset. And, and I was like, just well, like, no, it's like, going to be fine. There comes a point where like you can't really change the situation that you're in. Like you can't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah. And it's like, you can like, yes, like feel your feelings and like acknowledge that it's difficult, but also yeah, if there's, if there's situations where it's out of your control, you're yeah. probably going to enjoy the situation more if you're, like, it's going to be yeah. okay. Like, everything's fine. And I, I really hate when people are, like, presumptuous that things are already going to go wrong. Yeah. Because I'm, like, you don't know that mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would you already... And I get, like, wanting to, like, you know, like, prepare yourself for the letdown or, like... Or if you have some, like, your anxiety about yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's definitely, like, valid. But I'm just, like, I don't... Oh, and Siri has a lot a to Siri, say about that. Siri found <laughs> she this has on the input. web. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when people are already presuming mm-hmm. that things are going to go wrong, I mm-hmm. that really grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. And I think in any situation, people are like, well, it's probably going to be this and this way, and it'll probably just like won't work out. And like, well, you know, probably this and this and this. Right. And I'm just like, can you not say that can to me? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I want to choose to believe. And even if then it ends up going wrong, it's like, then I'll deal with that in the moment. In the moment. But, like, why am I already going to be, like, stressed about this and, like, down about it Yeah, because like beforehand? Is... Because what if it does work out? And yeah. then, then you were just stressed and, like, sad for no reason. Mm-hmm. So I just think, like, don't assume the worst. I, yeah. I think, I think... And, like, recent... you can't change people. We know that. But it's like... Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be, like, be like me. No, but realizing that, like... But, like... The anticipatory anticipatory stress is probably not adding a whole lot to your life and your situation in yeah. all reality. Like, yeah. be prepared and, like, be realistic. But also, it's probably not helping you to just, like, stress and, like, think about the worst possible scenarios. The worst what if all the time. All the time. Yeah, and I think I'm, like, still in maybe in the process of learning that, like, okay, being realistic, being prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, just as I'm becoming an adult now, I, mm-hmm. I have to have a little bit more realism than I've had, which mm-hmm. is just natural. We all do. Um, but, so I think, like, a little bit, like, this past year, I've been, like, oh, am am I just, like, so realistic now? Because I think even sometimes with our trip, I was, like, 
oh, like, it's just not going to happen, you know? And I think COVID, too, got us really mm-hmm. all used to, like, disappointment and, like, mm-hmm. expecting disappointment of, like, mm-hmm. things being canceled or whatever. But I think still in the face of that, like, thinking, like, just choosing to think, you know, the best outcome or, like, mm-hmm. choosing to, you know, focus on mm-hmm. how it is going to be fine. And then, like, yeah, just figuring it out in the moment, which I think is a part of my go with the flow. Like, yeah. not getting stressed easily because I'm just like, well, like, if it does happen, then, like, we'll deal with it then. You know, but why already, like, assume assume the worst, you know, and yeah. be optimistic about it. And then, like, yeah, even if, like, one thing after another is going wrong, be like, okay, no, but we can do this. Or, like, mm-hmm. this we can pivot to this out. and this. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's, like, I think it's a really helpful skill to have in yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Um, because it Resilience. Be, resilience. It's resilience. It is because it's, like, you can... It's easier to give up when you're when you're assuming the worst or when you're just, like, having that despair or mm-hmm. sadness because then you're like well it's just not gonna but it's like no I don't want to give up because like I want to make it work out because I believe that it could mm-hmm. and it's just so like naturally and inherent to like like I don't think I could ever not not do that mm-hmm. or like not be optimistic so I think that's part of like another thing we could talk about of just like accepting something that is a part of you mm-hmm. so naturally and just being like well I can't ever stop being like this so like I'm just gonna love it about me and embrace it because like and not try to change it because I just know it's like part of who I am I just feel like... I don't know if that even... What question no. were you even on? <laughs> I have no idea. But I just feel like you just assume the best in people and in situations, and that's just, like, such a gift to the people around mm-hmm. you. And, like, I would never want you to change that part of who you are, because I think mm-hmm. that's also a way that you just, like, love people really well by, like, seeing the best in them and, like, wanting people to, like, also dwell on the positive aspects of things and, like, the potential for good and the potential for, you know good things to happen in the future mm-hmm. is so good because I think I I like want it for them too because yeah. I'm like no like believe that you could you know like it makes me sad to well, see I think when it... people are like negative or like down mm-hmm. just for their own selves because yeah. I'm like I wish that you're you such could a cheerleader see, like, I think the opportunity and the possibility here and like mm-hmm. go for it you know like yeah and yeah. I think it's a whole separate dynamic versus like situations of like seeing the best in people and being optimistic about other people yeah I think it's like I, I do that. I'm always giving people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Like, 10,000% mm-hmm. just going to be like, well, they probably had the best of intentions. Like, <laughs> and like what if this... Like, I will come up with the most no. unlikely scenario to be like, right. this and this and this happened, and that's why they were, like, so rude to me. Or, like... I mean, not all the time. I know, but, yeah. like, a, but, like, I think so many times I'm like, oh, like... Like, literally someone could, like, rob me, and I'd be like... But no, but, listen, but they needed like, to. They probably had, like good intentions like, like, <laughs> like a family to feed yeah okay, like <laughs> which is so bad like I think yeah it's a little bit you know but, but I think it also just like reminds me I think that you're a really big cheerleader for people in their lives and like I don't know mm-hmm. you're really good at checking in on like the things that are going on in my life and like mm-hmm. all of our other friends lives and I think that you're just like so supportive and like so excited about all the things that we want to pursue even if they're mm-hmm. like totally totally different than like what you would want to do or like Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like we have, you and I have different passions and interests. Yeah, but and, I like, just love career wise. But I think that you just like do want to see us love. thrive and like be yeah. happy and like. Yeah. I don't know. Which I just and I just like of course I the love. people you care about, like your right. friends, like you want to see them do what they love. Like it's so huge. It's oh, perfect. So, it's perfect. Yeah. One thing I was gonna say, I just wanted to talk about how I feel like like the ways that we're like different and similar. Like we can talk about this in another episode about like the enneagram mm-hmm. and stuff. But I feel like. I'm someone that probably wants to sit in sad emotions or negative yeah. emotions, like, a lot of the time, like, very much just feel my feelings and sit in them, and not that you're not that way, but I feel like 
you're probably more opposite of me in that. Yeah. You know? I think this is so interesting. Personalities I don't know, are it's so just interesting because, like, they're not, like, black and white. Like, it's not a dichotomy of, like, ooh, I'm really optimistic, and then, like, everyone else who's not as optimistic yeah. as me is, like, pessimistic. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's that's true. This is obvious. I'm acting like I'm saying something. <laughs> this is profound, but, okay? <laughs> but, like, I just think about, like, before we even started recording, I was like, Jenny, like, you're pretty positive and, like, optimistic. Like, mm-hmm. it's true. Like, mm-hmm. I would say you, like, but at the same time, we're still very different in that mm-hmm. of, like, you do like to, like you just said. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, there's, it's sort of a spectrum, and it's not, yeah. like, you're all or nothing. Yeah. Like, I think you can definitely still be optimistic, even if it's not, like, your core defining personality right. trait or your, like, your default all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to talk talk more about well, I just wanted turning to... it back on you. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to touch on how, like, yeah. I think you mentioned earlier that with some of, the, like, friends or family, you've kind of just, like, you try and just, like, be really encouraging to them and, like... Just, you... like, bring an optimistic perspective. Yeah, they, like, just, like, like, don't want to... Oh, like, it's okay, like, it's going to be fine or, like, mm-hmm. bring more of the optimistic perspective to it. But I think throughout our friendship, I think that's kind of surprising to hear you say that because I feel like you're one of the best listeners if I ever have anything going on. I've never sensed that, like, you don't want to, like, talk about hard things or, like, heavy or hard feelings with me. Um, and, like, I think that you're just, like, one of the best listeners that I have and you feel, like, so comforting all the time to me. So I don't want, like, anyone to think that, like, you don't don't know how to, like, have those conversations or don't know how to sit in that because I think that, like, you do that so well and, like, are so affirming and so understanding of these even if, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just feel like you're so good at that. Yeah, so I think maybe I'm, I'm definitely learning and I think being friends with, like, Mallory and Jenny has (laughs) helped me, like, because they're very reflective and they're very, like, well, not emotional, but, like, well, you guys... Sit, yeah, we're kind of emotional. with your, your sadness more. And not, again, not that I can't be sad, but, like, I'm gonna, like, move on very quickly and yeah. just, like, choose to, like, push it down and maybe yeah. ignore it um, and just want to, like, move past it. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, I've learned to be able to, like, sit with it more and, like, hopefully be a good well, I think I think you're so good at it. Like, but, I just, like, can, like, visualize so many times in our friendship, even though we've only been friends for, like, three years, but, like, yeah. I can visualize so many times of you just, like, giving me a hug and, like, sitting beside me as I'm just, like, sobbing or crying and, like, I don't know, I think about when we were sitting on the couch, like, a couple Mm -hmm. months ago and just, like, I poured out my whole heart to you for, like, three hours straight and I think you were just, like, such a good listener and, like, everything that I needed. That's so good to hear. In that moment. And I just, like, like, want you to know that. I think that's, like, something that, like, that feels really good to hear because I think that's something that, like, I'm, like, am I good at this or, like, am I, like, doing that right because I'm, like, I think because I'm on this journey of like, okay, I mm-hmm. want to be able to like be there for people when they're sad and like mm-hmm. know how to comfort them without being like toxic or like distant or mm-hmm. like aloof. I don't know mm-hmm. in like a way where I'm like, just be happy, you know? So thank you for you saying that. that because I think it's something I'm working on. And I think maybe like that's really interesting that you said that because like, I think we all have different dynamics like with our friends versus with our family mm-hmm. and not even that you're a different person, but just like the way you like love them. Yeah, and, the way and, that you like... Yeah, 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 and yeah. I think, like, maybe sometimes with my family, maybe I'm not as good at doing that, like, listening or, like, like, and maybe that's what I was thinking of, of, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, just be more, like, positive and optimistic and, like, maybe I need to let them, need to allow my family members to sit in their sadness with mm-hmm. me more the way that I do with my friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe that just stems from, like, 
the things that my family are sad about maybe also feels, like, so much closer. Yeah. To me. Like, does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, so maybe, like, my then, like, sevenness comes out of, like, I don't want to think about those things because yeah. those things are, like, hard for me, too. Mm-hmm. Type thing. Versus, like, I don't know oh, you're going sense. through it. Yeah, and it's not that I don't feel connected <clears throat> to my yeah. friends as well yeah. and, like, feel their, their struggle because I think I do, but I think it's, like, something different of, like, sometimes with family, like, like, I'm going to call myself out of, like, I feel like sometimes, like, maybe, like, me trying to be positive is because I will, like, more easily get, like, annoyed. But I think that's yeah. true with everyone. Like, you more easily will, like, get annoyed with, like, your, your siblings or, like, yeah. your parents than you will your friends. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, in that setting then, like, if they're going to be, like, in their sadness, I'm going to be like, can you just, like, not? <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's, like, maybe that's something that, like, I need to get better at with, mm-hmm. like, being a good listener for my friends but also my family members too. But yeah. And I think that just comes from, like, different dynamics. And, different like, dynamics and I think... Things like, that are, not like, that not that we haven't spent time with our families, but I feel like <clears throat> since being in college, like, we've spent pretty much every day together. Yes. Since sophomore year of yes. college. And it's, like, we've spent so much quality time together that I feel like, like, by being together for so for so long, we've, like, learned what the other person needs and, like... Yes. Probably, really well. probably had more exposure to, like, to yeah. sitting in these things and, like, having conversations like this and, and like... We've truly been with each other in, like, the most chaotic time yeah. of your life, you like, know? The like, the most tumultuous like college, times. Yeah, it's just been tumultuous times, like, in society, but just also, like, going to college and, like, these this age, you know, being yeah. these ages is, like, such a tumultuous mm-hmm. time of, like, self-discovery and change and growth. And so being able to, like, witness each other's growth or, like, witness each other's lives every day through that time is, like, huge. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right that, like, then if we're only seeing our families, yeah. you know every few weeks or mm-hmm. once a semester or however often it is sometimes it's more often sometimes it's less it's like when you do talk to them you kind of want it to be like you know posy or like yeah. you know you don't want it to be like so i think yeah. it's like a hard dynamic to figure out but, but we'll that all makes sense i think mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and yeah truly i think that like your friends who you're at school with like understand you in a different way because mm-hmm. again they're they're seeing you on on the day to day but i think that like we could do a whole nother episode about, like, family dynamics. I know. I think it's we could. interesting. I feel True. like we talk about that all the time, just, like, in real life. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Such good stuff. Such good stuff. I guess that kind of to close the episode, I wanted to just talk a little bit more about our friendship, things we like to do. Yeah. Just about us. And then I have one more question after that. About us. But just, like, Jenna and Jamie, what do we, right. what do we do? Well, I feel like we... We get up to some things. I think Jen and I are so quirky because <laughs> we'll, like, either be in, like, this, like, like aesthetic girl era of, like, we're gonna, like, <laughs> go, like, shop for, like, some fancy pillows or, like, go buy, like, a cute fit and go do a photo shoot or we're gonna, like, do something, like, <laughs> like, <What>? feral <laughs> and, like, something completely the opposite of that, like, depending mm-hmm. on our energy. I don't know if that made any sense. Like, <laughs> perfect. They're going to be, like, great. Great. Y'all sound like great friends. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, times. I think we have a, like, we can we can meet each other where we're at. Of, right. Like, whatever we're in the mood for. If, like, we just want to get, like, down and, like. <laughs> down and dirty. Down and dirty. Like, watch a show and lay in bed, like, literally all day. And, like, mm-hmm. make, like, a heinous TikTok and, mm-hmm. like, be, like, stupid or silly together. Or we can, like, we would, like, go out and, like, do something fun and fancy and cute mm-hmm. too like I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> no no we, we have fun doing we're it very all. very diverse in our in our activities that we yeah. like to do together yes. and I just have so much fun with I'm in Jen when I'm with Jenny <laughs> what did I just say <laughs> I don't know what just came out of my mouth 
I think I have so much fun when I'm with Jenny. I really do. Like, she's just such a fun person to be around. Like, I just, when she texts me and she's like, want to hang out or like, let's do this. I'm like, it is like the highlight. I'm like, I get so excited. Like, she's just, she's just really so fun. And she can make like, even the, the mundane, like any interaction, just like fun and special. Like, she just knows how to craft like a special, a special day or a special hang out so I guess cute. and so I really like that about you I feel like you just hype me up so much so the things <laughs> no that... no don't hype me no. up you don't have time well because I think like Jenna has changed me for good too that's Aww. what I want to say so you're so cute mm-hmm. I just feel like we have so many good memories that it's hard to even like think about all of them because they're not always like huge trips like we've done our road trips together we've gone to Chicago right. we've I stayed at your house yeah at some point was that in the summer or the spring or something that you... one time that I stayed at your house uh, well, just now over Christmas break, but then did yeah, you I did. I did another time because mm-hmm, oh, it wasn't from now. I wasn't there, right? right. Well, because I moved to Wisconsin, which right. is where Jamie's Jamie, from, and we were so excited. <gasps> we should talk about it. <laughs> we were so excited. I like. Oh I literally. My parents Jenna, told we me that we're like, moving. Screaming. And then I ran down to Jamie's door and was like, literally so excited to tell her that we were gonna live in the same state and like. <laughs> she was so. Far I was away. so excited then. <laughs> we were so far away from no, our I city in Wisconsin. To like where I'm from. No. The city and she moved to the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. Beloit, Wisconsin. Beloit. Don't go there. Sorry, Beloit. No. I've never been. Don't apologize. I don't know what they're up to, but that was so sad, but truly it was a good, it was good. And then I feel like we had a lot of fun in the summer baking cakes and watching our shows together. I feel like we watched so many movies and shows. So many movies and and shows. had so many sleepovers. Went to the beach a couple times. Yeah. And then I just feel like. I, some of my favorite memories with Jenna, too, are, like, we will have certain songs that we'll bond over and, like, like certain music taste that is similar. Even though sometimes yeah. our music taste is so, so different. different but this, is what, this is why we work as I a know. trio. We're, we're because, kind of unexpected, but it's perfect. Yeah. Unexpected, but perfect. <laughs> That's the title of that. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Um, but we just have so many, like, songs that we relate on and mm-hmm. so like having new music come out that we know we're both gonna like and mm-hmm. then like getting also, in her car ruby and blasting, blasting it to the heavens let us not forget our to, love like, up to 40 our love for taylor swift together right. well, like and that bonds us. we Absolutely. got matching tattoos right. for taylor swift, taylor swift lyrics swift so like ugh, can't forget about Which that big perfect. part and that was like honestly like when i think about how we did that sophomore year like again that was so early in our yeah, yeah, yeah like oh my Screenshot of the picture of us, I think from that was so early on our friendship because I didn't screenshot it from the tattoo about, like, parlor. Let's think about from December of 2020 to April of 2021 when we got the tattoos. December of 2020, when she moved to Beloit and we met up at a random Starbucks and had the most awkward not awkward, no, but we didn't even know good, each other. But like, we we had been friends that semester, but, like, also we had only hung out... I don't in think we'd group, hung, I feel like. We'd hung out in a group. We'd hung out, like, with Mallory. We'd hung out with, like, our suite. We'd, you know, like, with Liesl. Like, we had not hung out one-on-one, and so she was going to be in Milwaukee. So I was like, well, like, I'll come meet you, and we should get coffee, because I, you know, it felt yeah. right. But we had this coffee, day, and it was really sweet, was but cute, I just but felt we, like, like we were so surface level. Yeah. It was just, like, how's your break? Like, it was just very, like... And then to think that, like, literally five months later... We were getting getting matching, matching tattoos. tattoos. No, but and like, but part of that it is sounds like, crazy no, I and to... it sounds dramatic. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like I just knew so quickly that like you were gonna be in my yeah. life for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, you will be standing up in my wedding. You absolutely. will be like by my deathbed. <laughs> like, absolutely, I will. You know? I will play. I just feel like yeah. I just knew like 
so quickly that like mm-hmm. you were just such a wonderful yeah. person and, and like someone people, that like, I wanted try in my to life. doubt that again this is coming back to the people who are like I, we're getting this tattoo because again okay I have so much things to say first <laughs> is that my go with the flow attitude made it like Jenna like literally texted me and was like should we get these tattoos and I said mm, yeah yeah we should like it, it was zero thought mm-hmm. of, and, and not even that like I'm not like, I am a person who's going to be thoughtful about the tattoos I get a little bit, but, like, I was just like, no, that's perfect, and mm-hmm. I actually kind of want that, and it's cute, so, like, perfect. And second of all, so, yeah, that was, like, absolutely, I'm down. And then second of all, it's the people that were, like, literally being, like, as soon as I told them, like, my family or whatever, which, love them, they're fine. Oh, sorry. But me saying, like, oh, I'm going to get this, like, Taylor Swift tattoo with Jenna, and they were like, you just met her. Like, what? I'm like, why is their immediate reaction be like, what if you're not friends anymore? Like, what if you, like, I was like, why would you choose to think about yeah. that? Like, why would you immediately assume that, mm-hmm. oh, the friendship's probably gonna end? Like, just so you know, like, yeah. Mm, like, it's probably gonna end and you probably guys are probably gonna, like, hate each other. Like, are you sure you're gonna be friends? And I'm like, why would you even why say that I to say me? That? And, like, don't even think that way. Mm-hmm. And I agree that I just knew that, like, it was in my bones, okay? Yeah. That we were going to be friends forever. And and then we literally said, we were like, well, you can't not be my friend anymore. Like, I won't let no. you. Like, no, I'm like, I, I just, I feel like we, even at that point, I, I think mean, we literally would not let each other. No, like, at that point, we just lives. knew that it, we were going to be in it for no. the long haul. And I feel like we haven't even had any, like, arguments or no, fights in our no. friendship. Like, we've had some moments of, like, you know, maybe not having the most quality time or, like, if I get really stressed out that I'm, like, I need to be alone and, yes. like, well, something about just kind of grown in our communication skills, probably, but, Jenny, like, is she so good at communicating and, like, so good at navigating a friendship, I feel. Like, she's taught me so much about, <laughs> I'm so much more mature. I feel like I would have been, like, petty little, <laughs> like, Ooh. I know, I don't even know. It's but, true. like, all I have to say, I just feel like we haven't had, like, any fight ever, and not, not that I want to be, like, naive, but I feel like I can't even anticipate what we would, like, fight about. Because, I, like, I feel like the big thing, too, is, like, it's, like, we live together and we live well to- You know, it's, like, yeah. not even, like, that of, like, oh, we have to, like, you know? Yeah. I just- I don't want to be naive, but I just think- Yeah. I can't imagine the thing never, that would make like us like not be said, friends. Like you said, had, like, a moment or, like, disagreed on anything, but we, we work it out in a way that's not a fight. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, that's really nice. Just have, have to say that. And we got our little tattoos, okay? And, and we got our perfect. tattoos. And here we are. And here we are. Two, still friends. Three years later. Okay, everybody. Still friends. So. Got COVID together twice, and we're still here. Yeah. Still kicking it. Right. That, too. Come on. I just think, too, right. I think about, like, that first time in COVID, like, we were going through it, mm-hmm. and you were going through it, and we were all going through it, and, like, yeah. we were there to witness that about each other, so I think mm-hmm. that that brings you closer, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Well, That's a terrible note to end on. We no. can say something else. <laughs> My last last question for you before I just see the little the little wrap up, a little summary. Wrap around. Um, wrap around <laughs> would just be. I know that we're both dreamers. It's just something that I love about us. Like I think mm-hmm. you're always someone that's going to be down for whatever crazy plan I have of like. Yeah, let's go buy flowers and, like, go take pictures or, like, do you want to go, like, bake a cake at 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. You know, you're always down to indulge in in my ideas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Jamie's always going to say no or say yes. <laughs> yeah, please text me to do anything. <laughs> like, I just love that about you. But thinking about us both being dreamers, I, I want to hear maybe what your dream or dreams would be for, you know, the next next couple years of life or, like, the next couple years of our oh friendship. Gosh. Like, if you could just, like... My, like, Imagine what it would be like. My dream life would just be, like, to travel with my friends and Mm -hmm. my family. Like, that sounds so, like, cliche. Not even, like, full-time travel or something, Mm -hmm. but just be able to, like, enjoy our lives. Just be happy. Like, Mm -hmm. even though we have to work now and, like, not that we can ever work. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We have jobs. But, like, have, like, have to have, like, full-time jobs. And, like, you know, I don't want that to, like, crush our spirits or Mm -hmm. I'm being so dramatic about 
the corporate life, but I'm just scared of my spirit being crushed and my mm -hmm. my zest for life. Mm -hmm. But I I my dream is that that does not go away mm -hmm. and that we just keep living like we're live while we're young or yeah. live live like we're young. Like yeah. we never like you know grow up too much that we're not gonna like still just be silly and fun mm -hmm. and have a fun time and like do fun things I want to like experience new things with my friends you yeah. know like I love a new experience so even if it's as simple as like going to a random new city like in the midwest like it does yeah. not have to be fancy like yeah or like eating at a new restaurant or like going to a new concert you know like mm -hmm. something so small but just like doing new things together yeah would be huge and then mm -hmm. just like I don't even know enjoying I guess I do want to enjoy what I do and just find find like fun new exciting things to like do as like hobbies or like passions or, yeah. or jobs you know like now that we're not in school like what mm -hmm. can we get up to in the Who knows? best and worst well, way we're gonna keep you know updated. like what can we get up to like it's kind of exciting <laughs> mm -hmm. so just like seeing how we like enter our post-grad era and like mm -hmm. take on some new some new things mm -hmm. and yeah my dream would be to still be friends and still be living with the girls mm -hmm. well I love all those things and I feel like just to add on to your dreams, I think it doesn't really matter, like, what we do, big or small. I just feel like mm -hmm. we're always going to have fun when we're together. Yeah. And I think that just, like, excites me, but also just grounds me thinking about the future. Like, we're just going to mm -hmm. be together, mm -hmm. and I know that it's going to be good and fun because mm -hmm. we're all going to be together, you know? Because yep. even the moments yep. that seem small aren't small. Sure. Always have our girls. Mm -hmm. So... Thank you so much for all of those thoughts. That was so good. So all over the place, just, but I hope it was good. We just ranted for so long, but yeah, it was so good. I hope there's like a cohesive, I hope people got something out of that but, or enjoyed. No, I think listening. it was so good. And I think just like kind of to close, I was thinking about how like, I think a lot of college is just like changing and finding ourselves and like figuring out who we are. And I just feel so blessed and so grateful that like you were in my life and that we met during college and, like, you've been someone that's been around me while I'm finding myself. Um, and I think when I thought about you and our friendship, I thought about the quote that's, like, you're the product of, like, the five closest people around you and I think I just feel, mm -hmm. like, so happy and so blessed that, like, you're one of my closest people in my life and that, like, by getting to know you and being your friend, like, I'm also just, like, becoming more like you and, like, in the little ways but also, like, in big ways, too. Like, you're someone that shaped my life and shaped who I am you bring out so much of my childhood self and that I never laugh more with anyone than when I'm with you and just that you've changed my life for good. So, <laughs> so nice. Oh. I didn't want to make you cry. I just want I you to know how much I love cry, you. But Jenny's so nice. <laughs> I just love you so much. I hope that everyone else can can see how much I love you and how this wonderful you are. <laughs> you are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> but... I love you. I love you too. And thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> We're going to close out, but love you all so much. Kisses. Kisses. <laughs> and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. I hope you all enjoyed listening to Jamie and I's conversation. After we wrapped up the episode, Jamie and I just talked about how grateful and how blessed we feel that we, we met each other when we were only 19 because now we get to live the rest of our lives knowing one another and doing our lives together, which is just kind of the perfect summary to kind of close this episode, because I feel like you never really know all the goodness that's in store for you. And I hope that by listening to 
Jamie and I's conversation, you are encouraged to just have more of a disposition of delight and an optimistic perspective on life because there's so so much goodness in store for you, even if you can't see it. You don't even know all of the different people that you're going to love, all the places you're going to call home, and all of the, truly all of the goodness that's in store for you. So I hope that you can keep your eyes attuned to that and that this conversation with Jamie encourages you to do that. I hope it inspires you to to look for goodness in the people in your life. Surround yourself with people that that feel warm and that feel like home and that are going to be your biggest cheerleaders in the same way that Jamie has been for me. Like anything seems possible if I know that she's by my side. So I love her so, so much. And I hope that you all do as well. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I love you guys and I'll talk to you later. Bye.